looks great. How are you today? I'm pretty good. Uh, maybe a little a little housekeeping before we get really into it. Um, did you see the email from SoundCloud repost? No, I didn't. To the hell is kicking my ass at gmail dot com. Yes. Uh, no, I didn't check the. I didn't check that one. They uh, they do not accept podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to figure something else out what do you mean they don't accept podcasts they they do not distribute podcasts i I think the email said like uh (laughs) it's like we we do not accept we do not accept podcasts at this time please do not distribute i feel like they're really uh leaving some some chips on the table. Yeah, there's a lot of there's some opportunity out there for podcasts. Yeah. Well, you know that's why they maybe they know something that we don't know. That's why I'm not the CEO of SoundCloud. I'm not the CEO either. Because if I was, not even things close, would be, things would be different. <laughs> you can you can bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. If I was in charge, we would uh, we'd do a little cleaning up around there. Around the German company SoundCloud, GmbH. Are, they, are we? Are they German? Yeah, I think they are. Oh well. Hey Siri, is SoundCloud a German company? Yes. Okay. Cool. They're Thanks, located Siri. in the EU, <laughs> <laughs> in Germany. In Germany, Do in, you know the, in the European Union. Yeah, you know what city in Germany? Berlin. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. One have of the sickest ever, German cities to incorporate. <laughs> have, uh, in. Have you inside. ever? Have you ever been to Berlin? No, I've never actually been to Berlin. Um. Neither have I, just, I had just the to be clear. You haven't either? No. Um, at the time that the opportunity presented itself, the people that were going were really into designer drugs, and uh, I was really into not having any money. So it didn't mm-hmm. really, um, which I'm still into, actually, kind of, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, lifelong passion of mine. I'm pretty into it as well. But I also do dumb stuff like drink, like I drank, I drank all the beer at the brewery. Like I just wanted one of everything at the brewery last night. So I had 11, 11 beers. But so. they were small. They were smaller beers. Yeah, they were micro beers. So it came out to like three or four total beers. And then I have to show you these cans. We got. Show, show me your cans. <laughs> we got um, something called. Um, crowlers, not growlers with a G, but crowlers because it's 32 ounce aluminum cans. Okay. Can you imagine the size of these things? It's big. It holds, holds twice as much liquid as this, which is a 16 ounce pint <laughs> glass. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. That's a big can. I got three of them for the camping, for camping this weekend. Oh, excellent. When are you uh, are you leaving Friday to go camping? 
we're gonna leave we're gonna leave Saturday morning in um in two groups. I'm gonna be traveling with Will Murphy. Shout out um, Will Murphy. Shout out Will Murphy. The homie Will Murphy. Party Murphy. Uh known as Ill Murph, known to others. <laughs> uh Wild Bill to his friends and to his enemies alike. Wild Bill. Uh William, sweet William in the morning, wild bill at night, as they say. <laughs> as I've heard it said so many times. So, so very, very often. <laughs> as it's really commonly said all over, all over God's green earth. Um, Yeah, so, and then and then everybody else, is, I think, is going to pile into Ben's car. So a couple Subies heading down 285 out to Black Hell Canyon. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm really looking forward to that. By the time this airs, uh, it'll have, uh, will it'll be done. The camping it will, will be done, completed, um, and hopefully we make it. Like hopefully you survive the weekend, or yeah, yeah. Like okay. Hopefully we don't die on the drive or of exposure while camping, or like a bear, or like falling into the canyon. That's true. I um. You know, it's a, it's an actual canyon, so you can fall in. It's not like a blood gulch. It's like it's a real it's a real ass canyon. It's a real canyon, yeah. Dead man. It's not sorry. It's not like you know, dead man's gulch, like on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't don't drink too many crowlers and fall into the canyon. No, no, I'm not gonna drink too many of them. I mean, I'll probably drink all of them, but it'll be over two days. You know what I mean? Sure. And apparently hot toddies is like a big thing because you get cold as shit at night. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be below yeah, freezing. Yeah, it's going to get cold. Or even sure. cold. And I'm told that you just have to kind of do what you need to do to keep your body warm. Alcohol helps. I wonder if like jacking oneself off in the woods is like part of that activity. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you should. I would try it. It's not going <laughs> to hurt. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't hurt. You're going to have your own tent? Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have my own tent. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. So I could easily. You could easily I check could easily, it. Check out what that's like. I could easily do that. Speaking of which, you you have taken the first step, and I appreciate you doing this, uh, towards getting some data on the board for the oyster experiment. That's true. Um, I did do that while I was at the beach. I had some oysters. Yeah. Um, some kava. I had or just a light beer. I had a Miller Lite. Great. And Same thing. Oysters. And then well, I had <clears throat> I had a couple of rose ciders mm-hmm. before I went to go eat the oysters, and I had a Miller Lite while eating the oysters. Um and I gotta say, I, I did get a little horny. <laughs> that's 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 great. That's great. <laughs> I, I that's did awesome get a little horny so um so and and frankly you know, that wasn't that wasn't like confirmation you know bias there wasn't anything because you didn't you didn't really think it was going to work no so i you, didn't think it was going. so, so far you've rejected the null mm-hmm. well i'm not going to go into too much detail but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, why the fuck not? i could I could do a, a a cleaner control group. Let's just let's just put it that way. Oh yeah, 
Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we still need to like, uh, just like a really clean control group, and then we'll see. Uh, okay, all right. That's enough of that. But then also, yeah, you know, kind of, it's going to be tough to parse placebo effect because now I'm going to do this and I'm going to have like getting horny in the back of my mind every mm-hmm. time I eat it when I'm doing it. So I'm probably going to gonna get a little horny no matter what. That's kind of how it works. You think? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like a little bit of like, um, you know, like people drink tequila and it's like time to get a little crazy. It's like not necessarily. I mean, you don't have to get crazy. You, can just, you don't have to. You know. Watch Project Runway or whatever, sit at home. Yeah. But I mean, it's like it's got it's got a culture around it. I'm uh, I'm gonna be home alone this weekend, so I'm planning on uh, drinking a little tequila, um, watching a little Project Runway yourself. I dig it. And I was actually I was gonna say I'm gonna finally watch The Devil Wears Prada. The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and Apocalypto. we're going to uh, I'm gonna drink a tequila that friend of the show, Big Bruiser Dope Boy, recommended to me. Fantastic. What is it? Um, I can probably find it out here. You probably can. He showed it to me in Chicago, and I found it down here. So you probably could. I don't remember what it's called. I remember the bottle. I'll send you a picture of it if you want. <laughs> or you could like describe, or you could like draw. You could draw a picture. How, um, how vividly do you remember the bottle? It's blue, and the label is gold. And that's about it. Is it Sousa very tall or something? No, it's not Sousa. It's like it's actually good. Um, so I'm going to drink that, uh, shout out, shout out to BBDB, the, BBDB the new book after Denver, the new book after Denver is out. I have to buy it is, still is out, um, by the time you hear this last week, but it's good. And right. Cause it, yeah, it actually came out like two days and ago. And you've already read it. I haven't read it. I have read it. I went ahead and I, I bought myself a, another right. copy, right. Uh, to, to support a collection my of guy. short stories and poetry. Yes. And, you know, to uh just to illustrate how good this tequila is, once I figure out what it's called, uh we got we got drunk on it and I I really wanted to cuddle with with, with BBDB. Ben, so yeah. With BBDB. So so we did. Oh, that's nice. It was really great tequila, really great tequila. That and sounds just like a really good really time good in general. Tequila, yeah. Yeah, it's recommended. Love to cuddle. Love tequila. Love to cuddle. You are in the middle of this Venn diagram, buddy. (laughs) You know, you find me at the crossroads, so to speak. Yes, sir. Just me and the devil and Robert Johnson cuddling and drinking, drinking the blue tequila. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Watch Devil Wears Prada. Watch Apocalypto. Uh, just kind of get weird with it this weekend. I think uh, tonight, tonight's Thursday. I think tonight, or perhaps, yeah, probably tonight. I think um, uh, my 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 buddy Dan here, uh, uh, who loves Korean film, he is he is Korean. Um, we're going to watch The Wailing, which is one of my favorite Korean films. Uh. And it's like a film that I recommend to everybody to watch when they're looking for something kind of scary. It's a it's a horror thriller. I have heard of it, but I have not seen it. You should definitely add that to your list. 
I mean, it's just. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some time on my hands. So and we're gonna watch the burning too, or burning I, the burning. Maybe you've heard of that one as well. Maybe sounds kind of familiar, but I, I don't. I don't know. I don't really watch that much movies. No. Despite having gone to film school. No. Yeah, you're weird about that. Yeah. The film school guy who's just not that into film. Crazy. F- who who would have thought that it didn't work out career wise? Yeah, you didn't have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like the everyone goes into the job interview like, eh, you know, I'm really passionate, and they're like, okay, yeah, but where are your skills? And you're like, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not, not even, even really passionate. I don't, I'm not even really I don't passionate even really about like this. this stuff. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, my skills. Kind of my skill sets. Flip okay. it on its head. Yeah, not that good, and and I don't care. Yeah, they're like this guy's kind of maybe a wild that's. Card. I mean, we can hire the guy who loves it and has a bunch of experience, but then this guy, you know, he uh, we really yeah, love he his attitude. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't really care, and, <laughs> he doesn't give a sh- and he's re- and he's really not that good at it. So this is maybe the new maybe. sort of breath that we were looking, the new thing that we were looking for. Yeah. He do, and he doesn't seem like he's going to be a team player. He seems like he's going to just do it, do kind of whatever he wants. So, remarkably inflexible. <laughs> just uh, not really going to go with the program. Yeah, who who would have thought that it it didn't work out? You could make some interesting art though. Sure, but yeah, probably not great for any kind of corporate setup or any kind of. No, it was it was bad. Anything with like clients or <laughs> gonna really struggle with that. Yeah, didn't didn't like any client facing stuff. <laughs> I can tell you that. Anything where you have to like produce a product for like a person or a group, mm-hmm. yeah. producing projects for people, just not my thing. Not didn't like doing it. By the way, I wanted just to say because I can't stop laughing at it. Like it's obviously daytime here. Like it, you know, I'm yeah. sitting in a sunlit window for you next to some desert plants um kind of trying to create a little atmosphere for you here and you're sitting in your room with the the blackout shades drawn (laughs) sitting under the lighting it's that's they're not blackout shades it's the back of oh it's the headboard of the bed oh okay and then you but you still but you have the light like directly overhead do you mean i turn it off no turn it back on but i mean it's just funny because it's it's exactly the same visual to me when we were recording our uh, our evening our evening <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we should mention this is the first daytime episode. Daytime. Uh, daytime mountain time. That's episode. right. I'm in the foothills. I'm in Denver. You're in Denver. I'm in Five Points, uh, I think. Five Points neighborhood. Maybe not. I'm five? still. I think the neighborhood's I'm like literally here. called Five. Uh I don't like that. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Maybe I why misread called, that. Why is it called five? Hey Siri, what neighborhood am I in? She doesn't know. It doesn't look good. It's a fuck off answer for sure. Yeah. I'm having a problem with the connection. I don't know. Mm, Try me again. That's like when I skipped my meeting this morning because I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to do to present at the meeting. So I just said, I'm I'm just, just didn't go. Well, 
hopefully soon you will not have to i'll have like a more um pleasant viewing experience for this yeah you're on you're on you're on spot because you're gonna be employed here very very soon yeah have you responded to the first place no not yet but i'm going to I'm going to, I have my, I have my plan and. How much time did you take off? Six weeks? Um, no, about three months. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It was a nice break. Um, some of it was, well, no, I mean, I, I knew I wanted to take, I was going to take like two months off for sure. Mm-hmm. Just not do anything, not think about anything at all. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how it went. And then, you know, maybe like yeah, the past month or so, started working on it a little more, uh, in a more focused manner. Started sending out really like sent out applications last week, and now I'm going to going to call this lady and accept the job tomorrow. I think it's pretty cool that you uh, were able to kind of convert. You had a high conversion rate when you applied, and it seems like you got a bunch of interviews. And yeah, that was you know it's kind of the idea to mm-hmm. after <laughs> after you know the aforementioned uh, video production thing didn't work out. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna figure something out that's uh, just kind of in demand all the time. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna worry about having to get a job. That's smart. And that's kind of what I'm. That's kind of what I did too, actually. Um, project management, which is the career I'm trying to get into. Um, currently in the tech space, but uh, the idea is that it's a discipline that translates into any, anything. A- anything, yeah, for sure. Um, that I can then. Uh, then I really have my pick of wherever I want to live and whatever I want to do. As far as uh, yeah, what kind of projects to manage. So. That's the nice thing about respiratory therapy is like the job <laughs> the job is the job everywhere you go and everybody's got the same can, lungs and, and you can go wherever you want to go mm-hmm. everybody's got lungs buddy for the time being everybody's still got lungs go wherever you want to go isn't that a uh, Fleetwood Mac song is that the is title it? of the Fleetwood Mac song go go your own way you can go your own way that's a that's a kind of a different sentiment but yeah yeah it's completely different um so that's cool i'm happy for you I'm, I'm i'm thinking um so the drive out here was really did you like it oh, or? i just kicked its ass yes it, the first day was like a lot of driving but like i just didn't i, I really enjoyed being in the car the car handled yeah. phenomenally. Uh, phenomenally, um, I didn't like push myself into doing weird things, like you know, drive another hour when I had to pee. I got off the road when I wanted to. I stuck almost exclusively to rest stops, and and then gas, of course, when I needed gas. Um, so I didn't really get too far off the highway. I didn't let myself get too distracted. I mean, I would have if there was something to do on the way out there. Yeah, but there's really not anything there's not a whole lot between chicago and denver not really 
Um, no, I mean, there's, there's some cool museums, Plains Museums, and uh, honestly, I'm thinking about stopping off at something on the way back, maybe something like, I don't know, um, not to put a bigger target on my back than there already is, but maybe like the Union Pacific Railroad Museum, <laughs> do some foaming at, uh, do you, do you know the term foamers? No. Uh, so people who ride the rails have a term for train enthusiasts. Foamers, because they literally foam at the mouth they, when they see a okay. steam engine or something like that. So, anyway, <laughs> or when they see an, when they see an interchange, <laughs> they just take their dicks out and just like start just beating off. They go for it. They just really get after it. Um, Trains don't do that for me, but plane planes will somewhat. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of an aviation buff. I feel like there yeah. are a bunch of people like that in our circle on on Twitter. Plane people. Mm-hmm. People that watch uh, Flight Aware and uh, I feel like Michael Hudson is on the Flight Aware every once in a while. And oh well, that's true. My buddy, He's on um, pretty my buddy pretty, Andrew, pretty frequently. With. Oh, I didn't know Andrew was a plane guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, our mutual friend Lee, uh, that. Uh, that we made we made pear cider with. Oh, you and Andrew's mutual friend. Yep, we live. Oh yeah, not okay. our. I was not like, our mutual. Friend. I was like, I, mean, I, I, I was like, I don't have him. a, I don't have a friend named Lee. I mean, there's nothing stopping <laughs> you. There's nothing stopping him from being your friend. Um, that's just well, there's like there there is there are some barriers at this point, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you um, guys could hop on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, there's literally nothing. Let's make stopping. this. I feel like you guys would get let's along. Let's make this too. friendship he's a, happen. He's a chef. Awesome. I mean, you know, obviously he makes wine and cider and Perry. So I said pear cider, but it was actually it's actually Perry. I should call it what it is. Um, he lives in in Old Irving Park, and for some reason, it's like right in the path uh-huh. of of planes getting to O'Hare from from Lake Michigan. Yep, I I used to live right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. So I don't know why, but Always. it's like you just look overhead and it's every 10 or 15 minutes. There's something cool. Yeah, it's not even that. It's like literally there's planes every couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm I'm lowballing it. Yeah. But um, like I, I can remember one time I was like I was sitting in my office or whatever, like our second bedroom. Mm-hmm. And it's on my computer, you know, and you're just used to like out of my peripheral vision, just seeing a plane go by. Mm-hmm. every couple minutes <clears throat> and then i sort of got this uneasy feeling one day and i realized it was because there was there were i was like the plane stopped there was nine eleven. there were no more planes it and that day was nine eleven. no it wasn't obama was in town oh okay so air force one was air force one was yeah landing 9-11 happened significantly before you would have been yeah 9-11 happened about 10 years before I moved to Chicago, so, mm-hmm. you know. Did you, did you guys, like, have to, did you duck and cover uh, where you when, were? When 9-11 happened? Yeah. No. Did you get, did you get sent home? Uh, we didn't get sent home, but we sort of, uh, after school activities became optional. <laughs> uh, s- 
like if you were if you were shaking up, happened, you know. But if you still want to go to, if you still want to go to football practice, you can. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't shake. I wasn't really shaken up, you know, because I was thirteen or Insensive. whatever. Yeah, uh, didn't really understand what was really going on, uh, but I didn't want to go to football practice, so I made my mom come pick me up. So nine eleven was would Net don't positive take this the me. wrong way. It was a good day for you. It was a good day for me. Nine eleven was a good day <laughs> for me. Didn't have to go to football practice. On September 11th, so you know, I mean, that's like that's a very that's still a very hot day here. Uh, yeah, good point. You're gonna want to get out of as many football Chicago practices, as many football practices as you can get out of in August and September. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Not going for the NFL. Not well. No, you weren't looking for that scholarship, the high, the college scholarship. No, uh, uh, high yeah. school. So you were in middle school. I was in middle school. Yeah. I'd already pretty much stopped growing, so I knew that <laughs> football probably wasn't in the future for me. You just looked down at your jeans and said, these are my jeans. They're not going these anywhere. These are my jeans. I was like, you know, this. I think this is just me. I saw... Um, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to get any bigger than this. And guess what? I was right. Yeah. I saw on Instagram some clothes that like accordion. They like, they're like origami clothes. It's <laughs> it's hard to describe. They like, okay. They like they like, like you know what I mean. And um, they're made of some kind of plastic polymer, anyways. And it's for like when your child is like in that two to three year like age range oh. where like they need new clothes every three months or something crazy yeah like what do you do you know you get accordion clothes accordion clothes hopefully yeah. now Let's... that i'm telling you and you're hopefully now that i'm telling you you'll see it yourself on instagram that's how instagram works actually it's kind of cool i don't really use instagram so i probably won't oh see it well maybe you'll see it do you go on facebook occasionally well hopefully you see it on facebook um you know, I I really mainly go on Facebook for the ads now. And yeah, because you kind of like that's the really not and the that's that's really not a joke. Like it's the algorithm has like figured out my taste in clothing really well. So yeah, I like uh, I like going on Facebook for the ads because I see some cool shit, and also it it it's that and it shows me just the stupidest fucking videos of like like yeah. Pakistan. It's like Pakistani TikTok. <laughs> or like a chi- or like a, a Chinese guy cutting a toilet in half for no reason. Oh, send that and to I'm, me. And I, you know, I want to I want to see that shit for sure. I definitely want to see that. If if you see that again on Facebook, I know you it's hard to like send a Facebook link. It's like really hard. It is hard. But like if you could film it with your phone on the screen. Sure. Yeah. If I find something good, I'll try to send it to you. Okay, cool. Um um the uh Okay, going back to the origami clothes, that kind of remi- that reminds me of the time I wanted to buy those Versace shorts. Yeah, that you know, I was like, I'm I was ready to spend two hundred two hundred and fifty dollars on a pair of Versace shorts because they were just like I thought they were just beautiful. I remember them; and they were it, beautiful. That wasn't just and, your imagination. You know, that was uh, I was getting COVID hazard pay, so I was really just really bringing in a lot of 
extra money without anything to spend it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I went to pick my size, it the little drop down menu instead of small, medium, large, it was like six to nine months, nine to twelve months, twelve to eighteen months. They were for like, babies. They're literally for babies. So like, what kind of cash do you have to dance? Could I that's that's really like you're you're going How through much would it cost for an adult size. Ver- well, I mean, you're going through Versace shorts for a baby. It's going to grow. You're buying your baby $250 like pair of shorts for three months. That's not going to fit in like a couple months. Yeah. Crazy. Some people... I feel like you could buy it and you could frame it in one of those clear plastic cases and like put it on oh, the yeah. wall. That'd be kind of cool. Baby Versace that would... shorts. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I feel like actually. that's your aesthetic anyway. It's like that's the kind of art that you'd hang. Yeah, now that you mention it. Speaking of clear plastic boxes, um, now that I have the car, I went up. I was up at my parents' house, and I said, "I'm ready to take the kimono." Did you know that I, I oh. like inherited a kimono? No, and it's like beautiful. Uh, it actually wasn't my my taste. Right when I, I, I don't know how these. Well, I don't know how it happens, but you grow up, and all of a sudden, you want like these pretty pink, purple kimonos. That's at least how I've developed as a as, a, as an yeah. adult. But I didn't like it at first, and I think it's really beautiful now. I think it's pink and purple and green, and it's got, well, as you might imagine, oh, wow. you know, dragons and stuff on it and stuff like that. But it's an actual, like, real kimono. traditional kimono. And, and, uh, it's, in a, in a, it's like a box? And like it, was, it was, you know, it's hanging on a rail, and then that's inside of a plastic box that you then mount. And I was like, that's okay, I'm awesome. ready to take the kimono. My mom's like, well, I took it out of the box. Oh no! I was like, "Where the fuck was it folded away somewhere? How am I going to get the wrinkles out of good. that thing?" Anyways, so we need to figure that out. But I am still yeah, planning. That's on... like both a kimono in a bla- in a plastic box and Versace sh- baby Versace shorts mm-hmm. in a plastic box hung up as art. I feel like that's um, that's all you very need. Very sick. Maybe. That's great, <laughs> and it's 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 a, it's going a long way to getting. Uh, getting a, 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 a an interior design aesthetic which i like to call uh like a coke palace yeah coke <laughs> coked up <laughs> yeah like just i really like when you just see like like a a house from like 1985 and it hasn't really changed and you know that people were just doing a shitload of coke in off the bathroom. of every flat surface and then some mm-hmm. of the con- convex surfaces as well I I love I love that style. It, yeah. It does it does it for me big time. And to have a place like that with like a framed kimono on the wall would really just ooh ooh you'd really be attracting the right kinds of pussy for sure. <laughs> it would be Yeah, I would live there. You'd be zeroing sure. in on the kind of woman and 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 the nice thing about that is you wouldn't you wouldn't waste your time with people that you didn't want to spend time with. It would That's really true. just be, uh, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd car- be sending a very loud signal. Yeah. You bring somebody back to the Coke Palace and the cards are on the table, you know. <laughs> Which is actually kind of ironic because, I mean, I don't know uh, if this is maybe, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you don't do a lot of cocaine. Uh, no, I've I've done it one time in my life. Mm-hmm. The, the drug itself, mm-hmm. not that big a fan. Um, but the culture. Based- based on the one the one time but uh the aesthetics of cocaine yeah fantastic you, you, and you're you're big into the music too frankly yeah 
love the music. <laughs> I love I love the look. Frampton I love the comes cl- alive. The, Huey Lewis the clothes. In the news. I don't like Huey Lewis, but uh, Steely Dan's middle albums. S- Steely Dan for sure. The Steve Miller band. I don't really like Steve Miller, but these are not really Coke bands to me. Wings, Coke Paul is, McCartney, Wings. Coke is more like '80s to me. Um, the it's a little more my, It's a little more Miami Vice. Eurythmics, we're getting there. Uh, I'm just doing association at this point. Completely there's a, associating. Um, you know, you know, do you know Gene Clark from the Birds? Yes, I do know Gene Clark. There's an album He's, actually I want to listen to that. He, he has this album called No Other. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best, one of the best Coke albums of all time. I think it's just. I'll check it out because I like the birds. Ex- it's an extremely coked out uh, country rock album. That sounds fantastic. It's it's so good. It's a country rock album with like synthesizers and choirs and stuff. It's 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 really really good. You know, it's a real. Um really good coke album is and again i've actually never done cocaine it's not really it's not really my my style i'm already kind of manic and i don't really need the help yeah you don't need it uh i'm i'm not uh, i'm not shy at parties those kinds of things so um yeah can i get 351 ocean boulevard i can't remember the number ever but it's the clafton album that has his oh. cover of i shot the sheriff which okay. is dog shit and someone should have told him hey this sucks <laughs> but nobody did because they're all equally high one 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 would imagine or maybe somebody yeah. did tell him and he cussed him out or whatever cokeheads do he smashed a glass door or something like that and i don't know what i don't know what they do but um he made it and it just sounds like dog shit it's a terrible song and the rest of the album is also kind of bad um the recording quality is really high <laughs> if you're into that <laughs> but um the the musical i just it's you know Clapton's overrated. Wait, so are you recommending this album or not? Oh, you should definitely check it out. Okay. But you just said it was it was kind of dog shit. Yeah, it sounds like ass. <laughs> but <laughs> but you're gonna like it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking. No. But, <laughs> but it's no, true. No. Um. That. Uh, I I got to be honest. That makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I do. I do know what you mean, brother. You are speaking my language. So See, yeah, I need. Kind, I need. It's kind of dog shit. It sounds good, but it's kind of ass. But you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested in that. Frankly, I want to know more, and I gotta run out. I want to know more. I um. I need to run and get a carton of milk and uh, some cigarettes. I am gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna like smoke a pack of cigarettes this weekend too um yeah i might i might I it's kind of a we'll see. it's kind of a celebratory weekend you know that's right so uh, and what what says celebration more than cool so yeah cools or whatever you smoke <laughs> just marble reds marble reds um <laughs> what says celebration more than american spirits really I can't. I can't even do an Ameri- a whole American spirit. It makes me sick to my stomach. What do you smoke? Marlboro Reds. Oh, you do. Yeah. So okay. So Marlboro Reds. Is when fine, I when I do, but American spirits make you sick. Yeah. Wow. American spirit. It's just like 
it's it it burns for too long like you just yeah you're smoking that thing you're smoking that thing seems like forever cigarettes are like one of those things that i kind of don't feel bad wasting yeah smoke half and just like fuck it it's my world especially especially here they're like 650 a pack that's pretty good yeah, they're yeah, like well, thirteen they're, they're, or fourteen in Chicago yeah, or something insane. Yeah, they're like, I don't know what they are. Yeah, point. they're like thirteen dollars in Chicago. Holy fuck! Well, I think everybody here is also kind of a health freak. I mean, mm. not necess- I mean, maybe not necessarily, maybe, but maybe. like, I, I don't know if SIGs are going to be welcome at this kind of get together this weekend. I don't know. We'll oh, oh, oh! I thought you meant in Chicago at Denver. No. I, thought, I was like, I was, I was no, like, um, I'm not really. City. <laughs> I was like, I don't really think health freaks when i think chicago denver is also kind of a drinking city um but uh but like of a different of a different style right so like everybody's just like going hiking now which i guess they do anyways but yeah but um but yeah my brewery experience was fantastic circling back it was a gluten-free brewery it's called holidayly oh okay it's in golden i can't take it off that's your hat let's see it Nice hat. Yellow I like the hat. trucker mesh hat. Yeah, I think it's uh-huh. I think it's pretty bad to be honest. Um Yeah, I wouldn't wear it. No bad as in B A D D. No. I think it's pretty bad. Well, I stand by the fact that I probably wouldn't wear it. Well. But that's me, you know? That's fine. We have different we have, we have different, different we, de- we, we clearly have different we de- we have some we definitely have some different crossover, styles. mostly different different aesthetics. Um And, you know, you go up to the menu and I'm used to kind of like just trying to find the one thing I can have at a bar, look for a cider or something like that. But like, you know, they're like, you can have everything here. Yeah. And it kind of dawned Amazing. on me, I'm I'm going to have everything here. <laughs> well, I'm here. So let's, let's try it. It's just right across the street from North Table Mountain. If you know anything about um, the Denver area, North Table is kind really. of a well-known entry-level hike. You can get up it. You can get up that thing in like fifteen minutes if you're taking your time, but um. But yeah, that's that's when you're like firmly in the foothills up up there in Golden. So um, really, really love it up there, and gonna be spending some time up there next week actually, because uh, my grandma lives there, and I have a friend living up there. We're gonna go see. I'm gonna actually go see um friend of the show, uh, re- resident expert uh, Connor, lives uh, north oh, of Boulder, really? different direction. Golden's there, and then that's there, but um. Connor but you could say up there because it's up that's the idea yeah well that's that's wonderful tell resident expert Connor hello for me I will I I hope he I hope he um kind of knows what I want to do I kind of want to go over and cook all day um and just like maybe go maybe hit like the farmers like maybe hit a market I don't know I kind of want to like I just kind of want to hang out with him all day and, yeah, and, and, cook, day in the and life. cook and eat. So, um, I mean, I, I imagine that he would probably be down for do that. Something pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's. Well, I, I hope he hears I, this show so he knows what I what we what, what I want what I want to do. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, I assume that he listens to the show. Yeah, he'll know. He'll listen to the show and then he'll know. Then he'll know. I okay. could sh- I could shoot him a text, but it's funnier this way. It is funnier. You could you just show up to his house and be like, hey, did you, did did you, you listen <laughs> to the podcast? Did you catch Monday's episode? Did you catch Monday's episode? I assumed you'd be tuning in. I assume you 
even though it's not know. on iTunes and it won't ever you know. be. <laughs> well, <laughs> we are going to have to do a little research. Yeah, we're going to uh, have to do that manually because people get stuff on iTunes. We're smart as people. I know. So we could figure this out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, I was really hoping the SoundCloud thing would just work out really easily because that would have been great. But Oh, yeah, you know, point and um, click. That would have been so nice. Nothing, nothing in life is as easy as... No, you hope it will be. No, everything's really hard, actually. Yeah, pretty much everything is a big pain in the ass. Everything's so hard for me. Nothing works out as cleanly as you as you envision it. So I told you I tried listening to Peter Matheson, and just from his bass voice and doing eighty-five across Western Nebraska. <laughs> You didn't really get a whole lot out of it. You know, I, I really liked it a lot, and I started to get that feeling when you're, like, reading a page and you, like, haven't read what you read. Yeah. And so that kind of... I get that a lot. A, you missed something that sucks, and B, there's that, like, sort of shame feeling, which comes if you have ADD. It's a very familiar feeling, and maybe even if you don't have ADD, but it's a very sort of, like, you get down on yourself a little bit. But it was mm-hmm. definitely more A for me. It was the fact that I didn't want to miss anything because it was really, what I was hearing was like almost bringing me to tears in its beauty and in its, oh my God, talk about something relevant to what I'm, not maybe not events-wise, but sort of his outlook and his, his, his appreciation and approach to, and what brought him to Buddhism. And so anyways, so there was some amazing stuff in there, Doke, and I have to finish it. So I'm actually just going to get the book. I'm going to buy a copy of, yeah. on that's penguin that's or whatever and but i loved the recording i just wish it would work out i mean you know if i could sit around in 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 my study or something and like listen to it that'd be really great but um i mean honestly yeah maybe i could listen to it just kind of knocking around doing whatever. anyways I'll, I'll figure it out but i can't listen to it on the road so i just listen to country music and some other stuff on the way over um and um yeah. And then I picked up another book while I'm out here, actually. It's so nice when you get a book from a friend and it's sort of like this thing you can cherish. But um, Steinbe- uh, Steinbeck's uh, The Pearl, which is a short a short book, and I should be able to knock it out in like an afternoon. But uh, I believe it's sort of a um, biographical, almost kind of like Captain's Log style recounting of... Uh, of of some ships that called the pearl i suppose uh its journey and maybe like the um the the, the sea off baja california i'm not sure what sea that is there but uh, the san carlos or something sea of, i don't know what it's called i don't know anyway i'm pretty sure that's where it is and that's what it oh, is oh you mean like the in mexico that sea yeah what's the sea on the other side what's the sea, the sea on of, the inside the sea cortez, of cortez. Thank you. Geography. Geography. Whatever you whatever Fourth you were getting at right totally here. jarred my We've been playing some Jeopardy. We've been playing Jeopardy up a storm and we've been crushing at the geography. <laughs> crushing. I had like a, there was a Jeopardy game for Super Nintendo mm-hmm. that I had growing up and uh got really good at it because there's only like maybe two or three hundred questions programmed into the game. So mm-hmm. you play it, you play it like five times and the the questions just start repeating. Yeah. And then it's just memorization at that point. And then I actually then remember that answers. I played that with my grandma, my other grandma yeah. when I was a kid. You don't Not know anything about my other grandma, do you? 
Mm-mm. Do you want to tell me anything? Not at this time. Okay. But she did have a Nintendo. And that was like... Pretty sick. Yeah. And that was like the con... That was like my only real console except for, you know, down the street. Um, my buddy Elliot had a Sega Genesis and... And then I grew up and later in life I had, you know, got the opportunity to play on a GameCube here and there. And then, and then everybody had everything except for, well, I didn't, but all my neighbors had everything. So yeah, my first console was a Wii actually. Oh, I've had quite a few consoles Mm -hmm. starting with Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. That was the first one. Did you have Duck Hunt? Did you have the gun? That's a regular Nintendo. Oh, it is? Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. Uh, Yeah, didn't have regular Nintendo. Did have a couple of light gun games for the... Uh, yeah. For the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Not that great. I enjoyed Duck Hunt because, you know, it really just transported you into a field. I mean, there's a reason it's a classic. Very effectively. Uh, and, and with only like eight bits or something crazy. Mm-hmm. maybe 16 maybe 8 but I believe that's 8 but like you know a really really small amount of data yeah there's not a not a whole lot of processing power there no um like the computer chips that like go in your rice cooker <laughs> are like more powerful like a Toshiba. I bought, I bought another rice cooker. Just because, just my rice cooker. My rice cooker is in a, my rice cooker is in a box still, <laughs> and I was just like, I was really hurting for rice. Yeah, that's and, incredible. Uh, you know they're not expensive. So no, they're not. Um, got another one. Toshiba, pretty nice. Uh, I don't remember the brand name. It's not Toshiba. It's not Japanese. Hamilton Beach? It's not Hamilton Beach. It's something with an A. I don't I don't remember though. As soon as you unlock, that's the tweet that I'm gonna retweet first. <laughs> Very happy to share. I've been offered resident resident writer's position in Hamilton Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've made that joke a few times before on Twitter. Have like you really? That, that, that Hamilton Beach is a real place, which um, it's very good. That that's definitely uh, that definitely makes me laugh a lot. That just the concept of thinking that Hamilton Beach is a real place and a literary and institution that it, at that and a literary a literary <laughs> institution and it's and it's like paradise, you know? Yeah, no, it sounds incredible. It's like Harper's in you Miami. Know. It's like no, you know, in my mind Hamilton Beach is kind of like uh it's like semi unknown near Big Sur. You oh know. yeah, no California, you're right. Not Florida. California. Yeah, definitely Cal- definitely California. Um you know, in my mind it is a real place. <laughs> and I'm and I'm there right now. we were talking i I think that uh, that tweet caused me to reminisce a little bit about the old 
Ron Popeil infomercials. Mm-hmm. Did you did you spend any time with those as a child? Oh yeah, I know I did. The uh, the set it and forget it culture, um, and sort of the de- the decrepit suburban polyester shirt wearing, bad suntan having sort of suburbanites white almost exclusively white uh, suburbanites in the audience kind of clapping and almost like a hunter thompson like like way like a sort of <laughs> almost like a hysterical crowd um teeth bared like wild animals kind of thing anyways mm-hmm. really absolutely loved that whole scene uh, completely absurd and ron popeil himself you know, just kind of skin completely falling off of his bones. Um, yeah. Disgusting, man. Uh, sort of sun spotted and, um, you know, God knows how much plastic surgery and, uh, like a skeleton walking around in a, in a bad leather bag. Yeah. Just, uh, just a real horrible creature. Um, yep. but God damn, could he make a kitchen appliance? The, he was good at what he did. I said he was good at what he did, but did did, uh, did he die? I think he's, he's dead, still, right? Hey Siri, where the fuck? Where? Did, oh, it's on the ground. How did it get down there? Hey Siri, is Ron Popeil still alive? Ron Popeil was born May third, nineteen thirty-five, and is eighty-five years old. All right, that's still alive. He's on his third wife, but he is still alive. Oh, did you know that he was educated at University of Illinois? I did not. Mm. Is he from Chicago? No, he's from New York City, but maybe he grew up in Chicago. Let's, uh, let's, you want to dive into this? I kind of want to dive into it. Yeah, yeah, right go now. for it. He seems like he could be a Chicago guy for sure. He could be, and especially 1935. He could be like a Naperville guy or like a, an Oak Park guy. I could see Oak Park, yeah. Because the question is, how did he get to the U of I? What uh, what would drive a man right. from New York City to the corn? Popeil was born to a Jewish family in New York City in 1935. When he was six, his parents divorced, and he and his brother went to live in Florida with their parents. And okay. that's how you get sort of the Florida vibe. At age right. 17, this is the year 1952. Ron went with his grandparents to work for his father, Sam or Samuel Popeil, at his company's uh, manufacturing facility. This is the Popeil Brothers in Chicago. There you go. His grandparents later returned to Florida, and Ron remained with his father. Where was the factory? Popeil Brothers. Popeil Brothers. Oh no! Pop popular brothers. <laughs> <laughs> popular brothers. Fact. Uh, Inc. Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. There you go. Uh, Chicago Tribune article: The Popeil legacy sliced, diced, sliced and diced in Elmhurst. So that I think is our answer. Elmhurst, Illinois, and uh, yeah, I buy it. It's all making sense now. Elmhurst. 
it's sort of a cross section between Elmhurst and Florida. Oh, this also looks like Elk, Elk Grove Village. So this is just like right outside the city. Yeah. Elk Grove Village is like O'Hare. I was going to say, I think it's actually inside of the bounds of the city, maybe. It's a village, village in Cook and DuPage no. counties. No, it's 20, it's 20 miles northwest of the city limits. Yeah, no, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it's where, it's where most of like the warehouses and industrial park and stuff yeah. next to O'Hare is located. Most of that shit's in Elk Grove Village. It's absolutely a vision of the American dream. I've been there and I guess <laughs> it is a vision of the American dream. That's for sure. Yes, it is. So, um, I have, we can do a little, uh, kind of getting close here to the, to the end of our hour. We still got a few minutes, Okay, but, um, so I have an idea we can do a little, I think we could do a little kind of a little teaser for next week. I love this because uh, so I, I have an I have an idea for next week. Okay, great. Um, and you know you can shoot me down live on air if you don't like it, but um, we are going to. Why don't you plug your mic back in? If you, it's plugged in. I'm just fucking. With okay, you. I'm sorry, chef. Okay. Uh. So, um, next episode will come out on october 26th okay right so that's gonna be the week of halloween okay so i'm thinking that uh this was kind of precipitated by uh you you posted the dore woodcut illustration of satan in the lake of ice with uh, cassius in his mouth i believe right with for with forever. Uh, uh, yeah, with Cassius, Brutus, and Judas in his mouth. Are all three of them in there? Yeah. So, well, let's not spoil it too much because I got a call a- after I retweeted it. I got a call uh, from friend of the show, Cora. Okay. Who then gave me a long explanation of this of this painting. Or of this of this illustration and sort of the symbol the the symbolism behind it, what everything that's going on, and I said, "Stop right there, record a lecture and send it to us." Because we're already using the Doré, yes, iconography, yes, friend of the show Gustave Doré, friend of the Dora. show deceased Gustave Doré. Doré, okay. So that got me thinking. You know, we'll have that. We could discuss. We could discuss Satan. Uh, we could discuss hell. We could discuss the afterlife. We could discuss the spirit realm, demons. Yeah, um, I would love to do that. And we could discuss. Uh, you know, I think it might be interesting to discuss. Um, you know, since we're also talking about Buddhism and uh, you know the snow leopard, like Tibet, we could talk a little bit about you know, Buddhist Tibetan conceptions of the afterlife or, yes. you know, this, this kind of thing. Yes. So we could have sort of a, a dark spiritual theme for hollow for like a, a Halloween week episode. 
We could have, and we'll have enough time. The hell, we'll have episode. enough time to do a little to do a little research. We could have the hell episode. The hell, hell episode of ass. hell is kicking my ass. It's about time. Um, I I love that idea, and I think it's appropriate so, uh, to do it during the uh, the spooky week of Halloween. The spooky week. That's my idea. You like it? Yeah, I do. I could borrow. I could talk to Will uh, as well, who is a, a huge yeah. fan of hell. Um. <laughs> And this guy loves hell. This guy's, he's hell's biggest fan. Um, and he, uh, I think and he's could, got a copy of that book some... I told you about because he told me about oh, it. Oh yeah, um, and he gave it. No, he gave it to me actually for my birthday. That's how I got it actually. Um, so, I can borrow his copy and I can do some research as well. Or he could record a lecture for us. I know he should definitely of his choosing a, a three-minute uh, lecture. If he's a if he's a big fan of hell, he definitely definitely was well, a great storyteller too. Um, yeah, get on it. So I'll talk to him about that this weekend. Um, cool. Um, I love so, that idea. Little teaser next next week. The hell episode. Uh, the hell episode, and um, you know we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see kind of how much stuff we get. I for this one, you know. I feel I feel okay if it's like a little bit of a supersized episode. Let's just get weird and but just we'll kind of s- see what happens. Yeah. You know, that's what this podcast is about. We're just really following our muse. We could have is, a two which for is two. Hell. We could record for two hours and split it up into two episodes. That's true. We can, we, we can do anything because we have Ableton we can do, Live. That's true. That Ableton Live lets you do anything. allows you to manipulate the cosmos really <laughs> almost lunchtime time for a sandwich what kind of sandwich are you gonna have uh i've got some guac so i i traveled here it with three sandwiches turkey and cheese with mustard a spicy mustard two mm-hmm. apples a bag of baby carrots, uh, which I've been just slamming. Um, They're good, man. A thing of nuts, a box of fruit leather, four tall boy beers, and a pint of Tony's Tony's brand guac from Tony's from the grocery store. Oh, nice! And uh, and got here and you know offered it up to the boys and. Uh, it was like this is amazing. You brought us Tony's guac, and uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna do that again. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of bringing things all the way across the country. <laughs> you, could just, <laughs> you could just pick up locally. I mean, they have guacamole out here. <laughs> they have I don't know if you know. They actually, you know, have, I had a, they're kind of fond of it actually out here. I had a little, uh, I had a little table side guac yesterday. Yeah, at lunch, it was good. It was really spicy. I wasn't expecting it to be that spicy, but. I like it when this when when it gets a little spicy. It was real spicy. Uh, so I might spread that on my bread, and then um, I've got some turkey and some Swiss cheese, and uh, that might be it. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Turkey Swiss guac. That's good. If I do guac on one bread, can I do spicy mustard on the other one, or is it getting too weird at that point? Yeah, I think it could be cool. It could be. 
I don't know. It's a little weird, but there's nothing wrong with that. I think it could be. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll text you after this, and I'll. All right. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know how it is. Please text me. I was gonna text you anyway, but now I have somebody texting me. Okay. Cool.